Welcome to the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Parker. I'm a coach who specializes in conscious, clear-headed decision-making, which, despite how hard we work and how smart we are, is not always easy. Each week, I'll bring you science-backed tools and strategies to use in your daily life and career to make more confident, authentic decisions. Oh, and we're going to make it easy while we're at it. If you're into a life with less overthinking, people-pleasing, and perfectioning, and more making what you want matter, you're in the right place. So happy you're here. Let's get into it. Hello, we're going to talk about decisive people today and the secrets that we can steal from them. Now, I don't want you to take this, though, as permission to compare yourself. We know that we don't want to live in the land of compare and despair and need more, right? It's 2024. I don't know why it sounds like I'm rhyming so much right now, but this is where we're at, folks. So as we proceed today and we talk about the five secrets that you can steal from decisive people, I don't want you to think that there's this group of perfect decisive humans who are all hanging out together in the VIP lounge of humanity and hopefully someday you can join their echelon, okay? We're talking about us and our most decisive best selves. We're talking about when you are your most decisive and badass in the world. What are you doing? So I want you to listen in that spirit, okay? We're saying there are five secrets that you can steal because sometimes that's fun language. Like, hey, if they can do it, I can do it. But I also want you to remember you're decisive. You can do all this and you are doing all of this in certain areas of your life. And what we're here to do is just pull these habits together so that you can be more decisive everywhere all over the place that you want to be, okay? So what? Secrets. See what these decisive people have going on. Okay, secret number one is they know the target. And that language is funny because the example I'm going to use involves target. So let's say you need a lamp and you wander into Target looking for a lamp. Or worse, you wander onto Amazon or just Google at large. If you don't pick a target first, if all of your most complicated decision habits are running amok, then you run the risk of spending 90 minutes looking at lamps, but not buying one, going on an unplanned deep dive of what even interior design style are you, setting out on a quest for everyone you have ever known that pins on lamps, accidentally starting a house renovation project that you did not intend to. Decisive people know they need to pick a target. So when you go into Target to get a lamp, you know what you're there for. If you need a lamp today, because that's the target, then you know what's going to happen. You're going to go in, you're going to pick the lamp that you like the best or you hate the least, and you're going to spend no more than 20 minutes on it because that's how much time you have or that's how much energy you have for this project. The reason this works is when you know I have to pick a target, it makes risks and challenges and so-called complicated decisions so much more navigatable. Because while overthinky or overwhelmed or afraid of people's opinions, folks, for people with habits like those, we can get distracted and lost. For decisive people, they're navigating those risks and challenges and complications, knowing I have to look for a target. I have to decide what's most important so that I can use that to guide me through this situation. 
All right. Secret number two is aim for imperfection. What's disgusting? I know, but it works. Decisive people are not trying for perfect and then accepting it if they fall short. Decisive people are aiming for the level of imperfection that they want, which makes them more intentional with their time and with their choices. So yes, I literally am saying decisive people are going into Target not expecting a perfect land unless they have decided that what's most important is that I get the exact perfect lamp. Most likely, though, this decisive person is going in with eyes wide open that there will be variations of how much the style and function and price of the lamp options align with their ideal preferences. And they're going to go in with an open mind and they're going to assess the data they get. And essentially, they're going to decide what level of imperfect lamp do I like the best? This one doesn't have the perfect price, but it's perfect enough on everything else. Great, I'll take it. Or same for style, same for function. Now to perfectionists, it might sound like I'm saying decisive people settle. And to perfectionists, I will say, yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. But to decisive people, it doesn't feel like settling because they're more interested in progress over perfection. They would rather take a step forward and then see what's possible from here, then stay stagnant indefinitely. All right, secret number three. Decisive people can live with other people's discomfort. <clears throat> Ooh, intrigue. Let's talk about it. What does that mean? When you make a decision that impacts other people, or even if you make a decision that other people think impacts them, they might experience uncomfortable thoughts and feelings, which they may handle in an uncomfortable way. They can be hostile, passive-aggressive, angry, guilt-trippy, martyrish, loud, blamey. When you can live with that and you don't need that uncomfortable thought in their head, uncomfortable emotion in their body, or uncomfortable-for-you reaction to go away at any cost, when you can actually let that discomfort be, you get to be more decisive. The opposite of this is bending your decisions around other people's thoughts and feelings, trying to manipulate or change their reactions so you don't end up being the decisive person you want to be, making the powerful, authentic decisions you want to make because you are so uncomfortable with that discomfort. Pretty interesting, right? can be a big growth area for people, but it is manageable. It's one I work with clients on all the time, and it is game-changing for how decisive you get to feel and how you just get to move through the world, just being a little more comfortable with people's discomfort. And P.S., we're not saying you stop caring about your fellow humans. We're not saying you lose all ability to empathize. We're saying you get to retain your authentic desires and your conviction, you get to remain decisive in the presence of other people's emotion, which is a hard skill to learn and build and get good at. All right. Are you ready for secret number four? Decisive people. This is such a good one. Live in the land of yes. Okay. Before we get off on like too woo a tangent, what does this mean? When you make a decision, you cut off other options. Let's never forget that the Latin root of decide means to cut off. 
If you don't know how to focus on what you are choosing, your biased brain can overfocus on everything you are not choosing. You can be going down a road, but instead of your eyes looking forward, you're looking at all of the off-ramps that you're not getting on, and your mind is consumed with ideas about what you're missing out on. But decisive people know these are just ideas. They are just thoughts. They are just sentences and images happening in your brain, likely causing emotions in your body. Decisive people know that's what's going on, and they're more interested in the truth of the reality they're creating with their choices than they are in the imagination of what could or might have been. I chills. Mm. I hope that you are hearing yourself in some of this. I know that you're doing all this in certain areas of your life. We're just going to get good at all of it all over town. All right, let's bring it home with secret number five. Decisive people set the stakes. They know what's at stake when they make a choice. If it's about a lamp, they're not going to lose sleep over it. They know the value of their time, of their money, of the outcome, of their environment. And they're not going to make it a big deal if they get a lamp and they get it into their house and they get the new information that they don't like it. And they're going to make a new decision about a different lamp. Not a big deal. Now, if it's about a cross-country move or a giant career choice, decisive people still might not lose sleep. Now, I'm not saying if effortless and frictionless and you're doing it wrong if you struggle through decisions. Absolutely not. This podcast exists for a reason. We're all in it together and we're doing a great job, okay? And decisive people engage the severity of a situation. They can gauge the gravity of a choice without needing to make it all or nothing, life or death, forever or not at all. In other words, brace yourself. Decisive people don't take things too seriously. I'm taking a, I'm taking a breath with you. I know we have serious stuff. We have serious stuff that we're making decisions about. This is our livelihood. This is our happiness. This is our fulfillment and human connection and relationships and our one and only time on earth. I get it. It matters. And still, I want you to think about the happiest, most confident, most effortless decisions that you've made. My guess is you weren't making them all or nothing. You weren't making them life or death. You weren't making them forever or not at all. You weren't taking them too seriously. We all know that feeling, right? Of like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll just survive if this choice doesn't work out the way I think. Or I find out new information down the road, like it isn't what I thought. Or I don't like this. Or I'm not good at this. Or mm, fill in the blank. I guess it just won't be the end of the world. I guess I'll just figure it out. Very serious, ambitious, big potential people like us. We want to take things seriously. I get it. I get it. We don't want to be lazy. We don't want to be laissez-faire. We don't want to let ourselves up the hook for creating great things. My offering is that you just check how high are the stakes. If they're shooting up to 12 out of 10 in every single choice you make, could be a good indication. It's time to take more control over setting the stakes where you want them to be on purpose. All right. Oh, I hope 
you, again, like I said, I hope you see yourself in these secrets because spoiler alert, they ain't secrets. We're all doing them and we're good at them. We just want to make sure that we're giving ourselves the opportunity to see when we are good at being decisive and give ourselves that credit. Look for where in your life you are picking a target where you're deciding, you know what's not most important? All of these nine things. And this is what's most important. So this is why we're going to make this decision. Look for where in your work or your relationships, it's easy for you to live in the land of yes and be where you are and not over-focus on what you're not choosing. It's a good exercise to just take yourself through and think about, oh yeah, where am I decisive in my life? Uh, confetti. Good job, me. And then what we're going to do is we're going to put that all over the rest of your life. Just spread it around like butter. Decisiveness everywhere. So good. As always, you can let me know what you think on Instagram at KP Coaching or on TikTok at The Decision Coach. And if you're just listening to the most recent episodes and you missed the Calendar Clinic Live, you can still go get the replay. It's edited and it's chunked up into chapters so that you can see exactly where to go for solving what problem with managing your schedule. Go get the replay at kirstenperger.com forward slash calendar clinic and it'll get sent straight to you. Have a beautiful week and I will see you soon. Hey, want to find out your decision style? Um, obviously. Go take the decision style quiz. It's in the show notes and at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. We all have our style when it comes to making decisions, but do you know how to use your default way of thinking to your advantage? Or do you mainly get stuck in the most annoying parts of overthinking and people pleasing? The decision style quiz has your answers, my friend. Take it right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz.